everybody. What is going on? You know what time it is. You're listening to Join the Journey podcast with your host, Emma Daughter. Thanks for joining. Today, I'm joined by a special guest, today's Devo writer, Marianne Smiley. Hi, how are you? Glad to be here. I'm so good. (laughs) I'm so glad you're here. Marianne, you're a dear friend, and you have been at Watermark for a while. You serve in a few different places. Tell us a little bit about how long you've been at Watermark and where you serve. Well, I've been at Watermark since a year after my daughter went to work here, which was about 20 years ago. That's Melissa Miller, in case you don't know. And um, I serve uh, on the front lines welcome desk as a captain, and I serve as a um, leader of my community group. But my biggest many, many hours of service are to groups who gather in our home. Lots of ministry teams on staff here come over, and you and Melissa are excellent hosts. <laughs> I love it. That's I've probably how we first met. <laughs> and today we're in Romans 3. And you wrote the Devo, and when I saw your name, I was super excited to have you come on and share. Oh, you're so sweet. So tell us a little bit about Romans 3. What's the context, the big idea? Set up the chapter for us. Well, Romans 3, it's really the centerpiece, I think, of what we believe, everything that we believe. And that is uh, that we believe in faith in Jesus as our means to um, a holy God. Hmm. No other way that we can get there, not by the law. And it was written to the Roman church. The Roman church um, was a strong church, but it was one that um, Paul was concerned about because it was a combination of Romans and Greeks, or another word, Gentiles. And um, there, there was a lot of condescension towards the um, non-Greeks about some of the laws that mm-hmm. the, that the um, Jewish Christians felt like still needed to be abided by. And so Paul felt it was really, really important to establish right now, yes, those laws were written by God. They are important. We're not throwing them out. But that is not the saving feature. The saving feature is the provision of Jesus who died for our sins. And faith in him is what it's all about. And the other thing is, of course, the biggest verse for me in there is uh, 3.23, which is, all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Well, hey, yeah, I don't know anybody who hasn't, and I've got some Jewish friends that I love, but I've pretty sure that they're included in there. <laughs> yeah, because all of us yes. are sinners. So that to me is is the crux, is for us to know, no matter how bad our sin is, we all have sinned, and it's all forgiven if we trust in Jesus. So as you read Romans 3, what what did you notice? What stood out to you? Or as you studied it, maybe? Well, I loved I loved the way Paul writes, and one of the things he did was to use— I forget what it's called, some kind of writing where you ask a question that you feel like the opponent is going to ask, and then you answer it. And so he had these six questions that he knew the Jews were going to be asking, but he answered them via using their own Old Testament um, scriptures. scriptures, which I just thought, very cool. They cannot uh, be against that. You know, yeah. what can they say to that? Uh, and so I love the way he wrote it. And I know he was trying to gently get the story across 
to the Jewish people how very, very important it was that they accept Jesus as the way to righteousness and not the law. Not that he wanted to throw the law out, but you've, you must. Jesus has now come. He has, he has fulfilled all of those laws, and now you need to accept him as your Savior By above faith. all else. Yeah. Yes, because it's not about how perfectly— they would keep the law. Right. So today, as you read Romans 3, how does how does Marianne, how do you live differently because of what you read? Well, I don't know that I've lived differently this week, particularly. I appreciate that honesty, honestly. <laughs> it's kind of refreshing. But um, but I've been reading Romans 3 for many, many years, uh, mm-hmm. but maybe not as deeply as this week. <laughs> <laughs> But um, reading it really made me go back and think about my um, journey of faith. And the deal is that I was saved as a very young child, but I really never questioned that because I knew at that time that I was sinful Hmm. and that I needed Jesus or I was going to go to hell. And that scared Mm -hmm. me. I did not want to go to that place. Wasn't sure I wanted to go to heaven either because I was afraid it was going to be like church where there'd be a lot of singing and all of that going on. Yes. And I wasn't sure that that was going to be real cool. But I just knew I didn't want to go to hell, and Jesus was the answer. So, But that being said, even though I was in Sunday school three times a week my whole growing up, I was the typical um, Pharisee, really. Mm -hmm. I looked real good on the outside, but my heart was a different story. I chased everything that all of my peers chased. Mm. There was no difference. Um, And it wasn't really until, um, as I said, Melissa was in probably grade school, high school, before we started going through some really, really tough trials that I began to get into the Word for real Mm. and to realize, hey— you know, yes, you are saved, but you are not sanctified. Hmm. Get with the program. Get in the Word. Start praying. Start trusting God. And from then on, it's been a, a wonderful journey ever since And um, uh, for me and my daughter. I love that testimony because the gospel, the good news that we're all broken and we can find new life in Jesus is applicable for that moment of salvation, but also for our everyday lives. That you- it is. I mean, that's what it's all about. It's absolutely what it's all about. And it's all about His love for us. My gosh, we are—I mean, I just think of some of the sins in my life, those that are, were even just in my mind, things that I thought about, and I think, how could He— love me and forgive me, but yet He does. I mean, there is nothing dark enough or dirty enough or whatever Mm -hmm. that can keep Him from loving us and inviting us to Him. He He wants us, I really, truly believe. And I really also believe that because of that, He, the second, as we know, the second commandment, greatest to the one of love me, Mm -hmm. is love my sheep. And so that is what, for the last probably 15 years, uh, my life has really been committed to, is um, whatever I have, I want it to be used to His glory and for His purposes. So awesome. Thank you. It's it's amazing to hear, hear you share and for me to personally see you living it out. 
Like you don't, you're not just talking to talk, but I see your actions backing up the things that you're sharing right now. And well, so, not perfectly, I'm going to sure. tell you for sure, but it is my intention to live for God. We call Camp Royal Crest, which is our house. Uh, I think someone on staff named it that because we have so many events over there. <laughs> so fun. <laughs> we call it uh, God's house. I mean, it belongs to Him for His purposes, and we and we love that fact that we get to use it in that way. We're blessed. We're very, very blessed. Well, thanks for sharing. I think that's all the time we have, but I'm so glad we're on this journey together. Hey, we want to thank you for listening and we hope you enjoyed the episode. Did you know that you can help support Join the Journey by rating and reviewing this podcast? And if you're willing, we'd love it if you subscribe because the more you download, the easier it will be for new friends to find the podcast.